Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for The Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast, where we talk about Final Fantasy XIV and things related to Square Enix. Funny how that works. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate you spending some time with us, listening to us, chiming in in the comments. If you're on YouTube or iTunes or Spotify or any of the other platforms this is available on, we appreciate the support. Thanks so much. Give us a like, a subscribe, hit that notifications, all that fun stuff to help support the channel. It's fast, it's fun, and it's free. And most importantly, tell your friend we were friends. We were off last week, gents, but we are back this week. Had a nice vacation. Enjoyed the yes, beach. Yes. Enjoyed the beach. Ocean City, Maryland was beautiful. The, the uh, four or five days we were there, a lot of fun. But now it's time to talk about Final Fantasy fourteen again. Joining me to go over some stuff today, Mr. Chris Montoya, aka Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Not much, sir. Greetings, programs. It's been yeah two weeks. A lot has happened, man. Um, let's see, we had a vacation to Utah. Uh, my kids got to see their aunts, uncles, and cousins for the first time. Uh, it was really hot in Utah, though. Uh, let's see. We made Affiliated last week uh, on Twitch, so that was awesome. Wait, and we're we? under, like, me. Oh, your personal Park channel. Gaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congrats, congrats. Like, we, we made Affiliated a long hey, time well, ago. Well, you know, it, you know my, my little tiny community, you know, we're, we're we. Well, congrats, uh, congrats. Thank you. And uh, we're under 300 levels for Omni 90, so uh, really, it's, it's, it's moving. All right, all right. We'll come back and circle with a little other progression talk in just a second. Uh, we'll see how mm. that's going. If it's going as swimmingly as all those updates mm. went, we'll find out. Also, here to talk about some fun stuff, Adam Lane, the Kronos One. What's up, sir? Yeah, it's been even longer for me. Yeah, you got yeah, rid of me because you had that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you had that yeah. week off when Happy came in. Uh, yeah, we were off last week. We had Happy the week before, and then the week before was you. So it's been practically a month. Yeah. How are you holding up? The, the beard, it just keeps growing. Yeah, it's uh, it's gray down here, you know, so. Uh, <laughs> this it's is all the diadem. All it's, the all diadem the, it is all the, it's all the diadem. It definitely is. The, the diadem is definitely contributing to the beard. That is that is true. Uh, it's almost done, though. That is all the, I'll be done next week with that, and I will never step foot in there ever again, unless they put another mount in there. Please, no. Please, Please don't. don't. Please don't. Please don't. I that have actually been like lazy because we, we were on vacation, so I didn't get a chance to play at all. But like I burned through my rep grind to get my minion and my mount and everything with the new faction. I just had that one level left and I'm like, I'll finish it. I think I've done dailies twice since then. <laughs> just like <laughs> I burned through all of it to get oh. my, my mountain minion. Then I was like, all right, uh, we're going to take a little bit. And then my when I got back from vacation this week, my Steam Deck was here. So nice. that came while I was nice. on vacation. So I'm having a blast with that. We'll be streaming and talking about it next week. An unbox. We were gonna do an unbox the the day we got back, but literally the box has the case with the Steam Deck already in it and a power cable. It would have been like the most boring unbox in history. 
<laughs> because well, that's then open. The, what do I do the rest of this yeah, time? The hmm. rest of the stream would have been, well, I guess I'm going to sign in and let this bitch update, you know? <laughs> like, so doing a lot of stuff with it. We will be streaming with it. And then for you uh, that watch our Final Fantasy TCG streams on Mondays, that'll obviously be back now that, you know, I'm back from vacation. So we'll be back Monday. We took last week off. Um, but... There's a chance that that stream is actually going to start becoming live locals uh, because oh, cool. a locals that we usually did on Thursday nights, which I am unable to attend because I do the show here, is actually moving to Mondays. So that may and I already, you know, we bought and tested the equipment for remote streaming like that. We tested it at uh, Jeremy's event in Florida or in Florida in West Virginia. Uh, the internet at the store was less than stellar, but tech-wise, everything worked. So provided the store's internet can support it, our Friday FFTCG streams may become live gameplay uh, cool. of our local tournaments. So that'll be pretty cool. Stay tuned. Either way, we'll definitely be streaming Monday. I just don't know what exactly it'll be yet. Um, not a lot of Final Fantasy XIV news, gang. I mean, it is the t that time, right? We're yeah. in the last couple of weeks of a dot one, waiting for a dot two. This, this is pretty typical. Uh, and so this is where we always, if you've watched this show for, God, we're going on two years here, gents. Uh, we're, we're closing in on it, closing in on it on two years, date-wise. Yeah. So if you've watched this before, you know this is where we kind of take the opportunity to talk about, like, things we don't like or things we would like to see change. I feel like, I feel like that's directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought it forward, so, you know. Or we just, weren't going to name names. Or but, just like, hey, what would you like to see? You know, this feature. So we're going to do a little bit of that. But uh, first, I do think there are some things we should update. First off, your ultimate prog. Kronos, how's it going on your side? Uh, yeah, so we're at Double Dragon, still kind of chugging along. So want, still like about one and a half more phases to go. Uh, we did find out, though, that my tank is going to take a break from the game after this. So it might. We're not sure what's going to happen with our Savage probably We're going to kill DSR first before our group sets his foot in Savage. So I might be plugging Savage for a few weeks. So see how that goes. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, you'll definitely have to keep us posted. Too bad you don't stream it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I want to stream that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> stream all the fails, dude. Stream all the fails. Tark, how's the the progress growing? It's been it's been dicey with a bunch of groups back and forth and just falling apart and not clicking. Um, and where are we now? Well, if you haven't followed me on Twitter, you know you should at Tarkoth Gaming. But um, I, I don't have a group again. Oh jeez. <laughs> So Sage. Now I see. I knew the answer. Phase five. <laughs> I knew the answer to my own question because I do follow Tark on Twitter. Yeah, but there we go. <laughs> I gotta uh, play host. Right? I gotta sage, play host. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for a Sage, that's uh, basically phase five. I've seen like 0.1 percent of eyes, and the harsh fun thing is not a big deal for me. So basically, if you want a Sage, that's phase five, and we'll read up on future parts of the fight give me a, a, a shout and you know, hit me up on twitter all I right so the relic grind has now just become lfg for tark <laughs> party finder outside the uh outside the game yes if anybody <laughs> listening on itunes right now needs a sage <laughs> 
some other news did crop up. Obviously, there, I, I don't want to spend too much time on data center stuff, but you know that has been a little bit rocky still. Continues to be a little bit rocky, and the you know some tightening up, and we did get the initial the additional data centers uh, uh, servers uh, for Europe and for Japan, like that that type of stuff. It's not really much for us to talk about. It's still a little rocky. They're still continuing to work on it, but for the most part, for the most part, during not peak hours and not very particular data centers, people seem to be enjoying data center travel. Uh, yeah. But as far as a news aspect of things, there's going to be a change gang to crystalline conflict rewards. And honestly, you know, I haven't done enough of it uh, because I'm just not into it to realize that it wasn't this way already. Because when we covered this for MMO Bomb, I had to read the post twice because I was like, wait, <laughs> it wasn't already like that? Like, yep. why, no. why wouldn't I, it's, I never noticed because I, I don't do it enough, you know? To, to see the rewards and the rankings. So we'll get the change here, and then you, you guys could talk a little bit about why. So the, starting from patch 6.2 onwards, your rewards for your Crystalline Conflict rank will be for your current rank and all the ranks you've already passed, the tiers and ranks all the way up to and including where you finally stand. Apparently 6.1, it only gave you the rewards or the plan was to only give you mm -hmm. the rewards for where you finally sat, not all the yeah. rewards leading up to. Now when 6.2 launches, that will also be fixed. You will retroactively be given the season one rewards for all the ranks you exceeded. But if you were bronze and you got your ass to silver, uh, you were only getting your ranked, your tiers silver rewards in the initial design, not all the bronze and the lower silver rewards. Really, like I said, I had to read it twice, Tark, because I was like, wait a minute, what What on earth? Why would not, wouldn't it be that from the beginning? But well, at least they they're fixing to play it. Again, you know, you aim for crystal, you get crystal. I was like, all right, I never hit, hit crystal. I got to hit diamond this time. And then next time you want to hit platinum. So you, you you keep playing and you earn the rewards that way, right? And that way it should be. Yeah, nope. I, I was like, wait a minute. How did somebody <laughs> like Yoshi P and team not see that that would instantly cause people to win trade or purposely lose because they wanted... Not that the rewards are all that great, right? And Lavendurk in, uh, in chat just said the same thing. It's like the rewards are kind of yeah. lame anyway. But like, if there was one particular reward you're, you're wanting and you win and it shoots you above and you're like shit all right like we got to go i got to lose two and okay now now i can't play at all for the rest of the season cuz this is the reward i want that was yeah. that was a really dumb dumb decision chronos yeah that, i mean that's the problem right there you don't want people losing on purpose because they yeah. want like the other plate or not uh, playing the, right yeah, yeah or not, or not yeah. playing to stay at a certain rank yeah um this has been a thing since the feast uh yep. It just wasn't a problem because it was in the feast, and <laughs> so the feast was bad. Uh, I the remember, bad. funny enough, there there was titles tied to the feast, uh, and I had and for a few for a few of them, I got different ranks to get the different titles because I got diamond one time. But when you got diamond and feast, you got the diamond wolf title. You didn't get like the platinum wolf and all that stuff. <laughs> so if you wanted the other titles, you had to just that's what you had to do, um, and they didn't fix it then. But I, it, at least they're fixing it now. It needed to be fixed. At least they're fixing it now. Yeah. But 
I'm, honestly, I'm not even joking. I was like, wait a minute, I got to reread that because <laughs> it's not like I'm like super competitive, ranked gamer extraordinaire and play like, but I do play the games that I play PvP. I play hard, like Rocket League. I play hard. I'm never worried about mm. you know coming in at Diamond Three and missing out on that bronze tier reward. Like right. that just has never even crossed my mind. <laughs> So glad they're fixing that, and and in just a few days here, the Moogle Treasure Trove is back. This is one. This is one Tark that I've been waiting for because there's one stupid minion. Is it that, the Eureka one? No, it's, it's the, the yep. it's the Taoist oh. Moogle. Yeah, it's the Taoist oh. Moogle. You have the Eureka. I don't have the. You Eureka haven't gotten one. the Taoist Moogle. Yeah, it, it just totally like slipped when I was buying things from rewards from previous treasure oh. troves, and mm. I actually didn't even notice until I was looking uh, at uh, my minion collection online and farming a few different ones. I was like, "How do I not have that son of a? I gotta wait all that time." So on this show, when the 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 uh, other Moogle event went up earlier this year. I said, I'm happy because that means I'm just like a month and a half away from the Moogle treasure trove being back <laughs> because I need that one to come back. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, if you don't want to do certain grinding and, and things like that, it's a nice way to grab some of those mounts and minions uh, by grinding other stuff. So <laughs> like <laughs> blue mage arm veil for a couple hours. You'll have all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they, well, if they don't nerf uh, T2, you just do T2, right? Just, yeah. I saw people like Mac, I is saw people like tap it. Well, I don't know if it is, is but it was. Games? They might have taken it away. They might have taken it because it was um, last time people capped on MGP because they were just like spamming T2 really fast. Like you could beat T2 in like a minute. And it was like, but RM Veil, I'm sure RM Veil's still there, but they might have taken T2 away just for that reason. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, I wouldn't I'm going to get the Eureka minion though because I, I don't have be that surprised. one. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, what else we got no here? No All the Omega stuff. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I need me an Elven minion, and I need that uh, monkey mount, so I'm all for it. Let's go. Yeah, see, I don't care about the mounts, but minions. Told me you need the monkey mount. I can bail you that, dude. I got Sky Builder <laughs> scripts coming out the ass. <laughs> Do you really? I might have to hit you up. Uh, I, I'm not kidding. If you want something, hit me up before next week because after next week, I am not getting any more Skybuilder scripts, but I'm sure I'm going to cap like two or three more times. Uh, oh, I need like shit. all the mounts. I need all the Skybuilder mounts. I got all the minions. I need the mounts. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> You're making a list. Oh, no. We're going we're gonna... <laughs> to. I will travel to you. I will data center travel to you. Okay. Let's go. We're, we're going recti to rectify this right now. Let me see. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there is a minion I need from the Sky Builder scripts that I haven't gotten yet. Uh, all right, is there's, there's also there's a there's there's a couple that are untradeable. Just FYI, there's right, some untradeable right. minions. Right, and I don't mounts I believe are all tradeable. I don't um, I don't know. We'll have to see which ones I need. Yeah. Uh, we want to filter by. Where are you? Only missing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, search for the word Sky. XIV collect people. <laughs> Learn it, love it. <laughs> oh, maybe I don't. Maybe I got them. Nice, nice. Right. Crafting is is the best way to farm it, but um, it's not terrible. But yeah, I mean, I did it for all the mounts before I started doing all this garbage. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I got a, I got them. So I'm, okay. I'm fine. If you want to send me the mounts, though, yeah, go for it. 
I'd only be able to get a couple of the mounts because those cost like eight thousand, and I'll yeah, probably only cap yeah. like two or three more times. So I could probably get like two. Hey, whatever if you want to send me, I don't care. Want. I don't care. You, if you tell me which ones you want, I'll get you one a piece. I'll get you one. You don't have any one of them. Piece? All right, dealer's choice. All right. Well, Super. I won't get you the the monkey because the monkey's in the Moogle event. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so surprise me. Surprise me. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let, we, we do want to talk a little bit about something Final Fantasy fourteen uh, b- before we move on to other Square news. And believe me, we've got other Square news uh, to talk about. Uh-huh. But. We're, like I said, we're going to take the opportunity. Now, we've talked on this show before about dungeons and our thoughts on those. We've also, in that discussion, usually uh, brought the topic of the gear progression of the game uh, into the discussion. Like, is it boring? Is it dull? Should they do things a little differently? You know, uh, should it always just be this tombstone grind and then these certain rates? Like... Should there be different ways to do this, or different stats, or different custom uh, customizing? Or we're going to take that a little step further today, though. And I'm sure gear is obviously going to come into this discussion, and gear acquisition and the way it works in Final Fantasy XIV uh, is definitely going to come into this. But let's talk about this gentleman in the context of just overall power. So obviously, gear plays into that. Uh, mm-hmm. Not we're not talking power as in player skill. We're going to assume, for the sake of this discussion, that when we're talking about one player compared to another, the skill level is the same. Uh, but stats, gear acquisition, that type of stuff that actually influences the power, the numbers behind your character, behind your classes that you're playing, is it boring to to you? Is it fine? Is it perfect the way it is? Does, and and hey, if and and Kronos wants to know if you think it's boring, does it does it really matter? Like, okay, fine, that's just a boring aspect of the game. That's not really why I personally play this game. Might be your opinion. So, Kronos, you wanted to talk about this topic. I'm gonna let you start off with some of your thoughts. I know sure. you've got some specifics here that we're gonna work our way through too. Yeah. So the reason I asked it that way is because that's kind of how I feel about it, right? Like, I do think it is kind of boring, um, right? You get the gear. Uh, from the raid, you kind of don't do anything with it unless you're going into an ultimate, for the most part. Like, for, unless you're going into an ultimate, the, the gear you get from a savage, it just lets you kill the savage faster, and if you're really about it, you can kill some dungeons and some EX trials faster, but you don't really need that gear. It's not even, like, remotely needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tombstone gear will usually suffice, and then eventually you'll get the st- other stuff for free from the 24-man, the next patch, and, and you'll be the same item level, essentially, as someone who raided. They might have more gear than you just because they raided, but, like, and they got, the power and they got there, there a little faster. That's it. Yeah, but the power there is not, like, crazy different. Um, obviously, like, there's best-in-slot lists that, like, push certain aspects of the class, but you can, some people find that interesting, some people don't. And the reason I said, like, does it matter is because I, I, I personally, right now, I don't think it does matter. I think it's kind of like it allows them to do other things in the game without forcing you to do everything in the game, which I think is, like, from what I understand, like a WoW problem where you're doing all these different aspects of doing stuff for character power that you don't necessarily want to do. Right. And I don't think Final Fantasy does that. Like, you can kind of do what you want to do, and if you want to rage, you can get the Savage Gear, and if you want to do the Ultimate, then that's, like, the only real requirement is that if you want to do an Ultimate, you do have to kind of Savage Raid. Like, yeah. you need that. You need to be that, yeah. that best in slot. But other than that, you can kind of just do whatever you want. So, But I guess, like, my question is, is like, is that okay? Like, what do you all think about it? So if I if I look at it, 
uh, um, it is rather boring for me. Um, I think back to, I compare Final Fantasy's gear progression right now to be very, very similar to uh, World of Warcraft's back in Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, where it was about farming justice badges to justice badges to get this particular gear set. Um, and then there were some additional paths for some higher stuff through the raids. That is very much what World of Warcraft is. And while there were aspects of that that I liked, i.e. you didn't have to depend on farming the same boss 150 times to get a random drop. You know, you were getting the badges. In this case, you're getting the tombstones. You go and get the piece of gear that you want uh, in most cases. Again, setting aside Savage and, and Ultimate where you're, you may have to wait for some RNG and, and get a drop here and there. It, it is rather boring, but the game is... It's, it's intentional, right? Like, remember, right. think back, guys. When A Realm Reborn launched, we had stat allocation. Yeah. Remember that? Like, zero that was, through... That was ter- it was terrible. It was bad. Yeah, it, was bad. it was bad. But yeah. there was stat allocation. And now the game is built in such a way that balancing is still challenging for the dev team, of course. Yep. But it is far easier in 14, I would argue, oh, than yeah. in other games. Because all things being equal, Tark, if you and I are both a black mage, and mm-hmm. we both know the rotation, we both know how to execute it, maybe we're not world tier, we're not clipping, we're not you know off cooldown things as much as we should, but we both have the basic rotation down, and we both have the same gear, it's easy for Square to say, we know the output of that class period, under those circumstances. Where in other games where you could build a mage more fire, you could build the mage more ice, you could build the mage more whatever, you're introducing more variables. Now, to be fair, Final Fantasy does have that same problem because they ultimately end up adding more jobs, which is just, you know, additional variants of range damage or range magic damage. So, uh, although it's not a spec within one class, it is a different job, but it also takes them a lot longer to reach the point of, okay, it's becoming unstable to try and balance this. So it's done intentionally. I hate Materia. I, I know that that's one of your questions <laughs> on here, Kronos, is, you know, is, is Materia fun? No, it's not. No. Do you know the last time I experimented with Materia, Tark? Who never. Experiments? never. Uh, you look on a website. Never. <laughs> Yeah. Never. <laughs> Don't experiment. Not once. <laughs> what am I doing? Okay, I'm going to play this job today. All right, and this is the gear level I'm at. Okay, what are my stat priorities if I don't know them off the top of my head for that particular class? Okay, cool. That's the material I'm going to sock it, and when I get these three pieces of gear, yeah. I'll switch it over to this. It's it's yeah. it's just maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a guild sink in a way at this point. That's pretty much all it is. Like, I mean... Because people are putting in the same stuff, regardless. You're just looking it up, like. And, and if you got your crafting and stuff up, it's not even a gill thing. You just do it yourself, and you got all this material just sitting there because you're not uh, changing them in and out. Yeah, yeah. I just meant like to get the material themselves. But I mean, obviously, you could be self-sufficient there too. You could like hunt and do all that stuff, and yeah, then do the hunts and, you... and um, do the twenty-four mans. You get a a weekly <laughs> a weekly uh piece of material there too. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's not an interesting system, unfortunately. Um, I don't know what they could do. Maybe add prefixes, affixes. People have talked about uh, I, 
doing set bonuses. The the unfortunate um, thing, so, Tark, is everything that any of the three of us can think of will never happen. Yeah, right? it'll never happen. Because yeah. they, they want to keep it simple. It, it sacrifices the approachability yeah. of the game yep. the way the devs yep. see it. I, the way I, you I, she and, sees and it. the balancing, it, it needs to be for the dev team all on the jobs themselves and, and not worrying so much about the gear. So I, I think the other thing, too, is... Um, you, I think you were like you were comparing like trees and stuff to like having jobs in this game, and I think that's kind of true. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes well, a tree... I, to be fa- to to be clear, I was only comparing it in the number oh, of things that they have to yeah, balance yeah, yeah. for. You know, right, having, right, right. Having five classes, each with three trees, is effectively the same amount of balancing as having fifteen jobs. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is like to me, a tree. I don't, I don't, I, I personally don't want them in this game just because I feel like it allows people to make what I see as a bad decision. Does that make sense? Like sure. you're given customization, but there's always going to be a better yeah, option. There's always a meta. Um, there's always a meta. And, and so like, you know, if you play Samurai, sure you can like meld differently, but the melds are like the smallest of percentages. But if you introduce like mm-hmm. a tree that completely changes the way the job plays, someone's going to find whatever the best is. And, and that's just, and then you're going to have things in what, what, like where people are shunning things. And I don't want that either. Like, I don't want, I don't want someone to get kicked because they play some type of samurai. You know, like if if trees or are they're thing. missing, I'm missing a certain you know resource they need to get. You know, yeah. like a master gem. I don't and, have my master gem. Oh, you can't come yet. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad either. that stuff doesn't exist um, in a way. And I, and I and I I do find it boring. But the reason I say it doesn't matter is for the reasons basically you guys gave too. Where it's like I kind of like how how you can just do whatever you want without having to be dependent on other things. But can and I find myself just doing everything? But can you though? You can. Can you? I mean, there's an optimal way to farm tombstones when it's new tombstone time. Sure. Yeah, it's called PvP an, now. It's, there's an absolutely <laughs> optimal way to do it. And it's yeah. and it's distinctly optimal. It's not like, hey, you're going to get an extra 12 per hour if you do it this way. It is by far optimal. And then mm-hmm. there is gear locked behind the hardest content in the game. And I'm not... Don't don't misunderstand. I'm not even giving my opinion on this yet, saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'll give that in a minute. I'm just pointing mm-hmm. out that if you are a player that doesn't like to do savage raids or ultimate raids, there is gear you will just never have. You just you will just never have. Whether you don't have the team to do it, whether you have no desire mm-hmm. to do it, whether you don't have the skill to do it, it the reason doesn't matter. If mm-hmm. you're never going to get that content done, there is gear you will just never get in the game. And it's important I mean, to it's important to decide. Are you the type of player that thinks that's okay? Hey, well, there should be unique I, stuff sh- locked there, uh, or are you the type of player that says content. there should be different ways for me to get that, even if they are all challenging, just in different ways? Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's being said in chat. Too. I don't think everything should be available to everybody. Because, like, I mean, if I don't want to do Eureka, I lose access to stuff that other people like, right? Like, I mean, there, there's all sorts of choices to be made across the board. Like, if you don't want to PvP, you lose access to PvP gear or PvP rewards, uh, which are becoming more of a thing now. But, like, you know, so I don't really mind. And granted, I'm on the other side, so like, I do like everything. So I have, I have all this stuff. But like, right. I. And but like I don't know I don't have a like I want that's and then that's part of this conversation too that we'll probably get into later where it's like the, the new dungeons are coming up they got to have something to make people want to do it right and yeah. Yeah. it has to be somewhat exclusive because if it's not 
exclusive, then they're just going to get it from somewhere else. Like you said, the tombstones. Like some people, I'm sure, they're like, I'm only going to play X amount of time. How do I get the tombstones the fastest? Okay, I'm spamming PvP. And if there's nothing to literally like hold people into the new dungeons, I, I worry about that. I, I think they're going to do something, but I mean, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I mean, that's kind of where this conversation comes into play. It's like, I feel like every every piece of content has to have a reason to go there, and I don't necessarily think it needs to be character power, but I do think character power loop kind of becomes boring because of that facet. Which well, so that's that's a, that's another take on this though, Tark is, you know, mm-hmm. does does the best in slot sword for your class need to be hidden behind or locked behind an, an ultimate, uh, an ultimate encounter that you're never going to be able to do? when there's already things like the achievement points and titles and things like that that have zero impact on character power, character progression, whatever you want to call the the topic we're talking about, that will clearly signify you are somebody that did that stuff without having to give you this piece of gear that is unobtainable any other way. Or are you okay with gear also being in that bin of unobtainium? I, I since I've been playing MMOs since what ninety nine, I'm okay with gear being uh, in a, a kind of an exclusive um, area. I I think having aspirational content and rewards that are exclusive to that um, drives people to maybe want to get better at the game if they choose to do that. Everything shouldn't be for everyone. There there's got to be goals. Um, if everything's for everyone, then I mean, what's the point of doing anything then? So that's, yeah. And chat pointing out that, yeah, there is the unsync system that will eventually allow you to get yeah. that sword. Except that's, for ultimates. That's locked by, well, yeah, that's locked behind certain fights. Uh, but then you are just uh, very much pushing down the road when that player is going to get that. You know, not only are you you going to get it a patch behind, you're going to get it a few patches behind. Probably an expansion. Yeah, honestly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, probably an ex- unless you have some friends willing to to come and and do it with you. So I I'm here's here's weird was I'm a fence sitter on this one, big time guys. Mm-hmm. When it comes to this, because I do, but it comes from a place of. I like trying the challenging content, whether it's in Final right. Fantasy fourteen, whether it's in something else. Now, I'm by no way a progression, a hardcore progression raider in Final Fantasy, uh, nor at this moment in any MMO um, since I quit WoW Shadowlands uh, when they decided to go ahead and start touching each other. Um, <laughs> what? I mean, that's what happened. <laughs> point in in the chat they're saying that you know gear shouldn't be the goal i don't think gear in the raids is the goal i i don't go there for the goal i go there for the challenge bullshit bullshit and the mount i want the mount no not for me i i think i I think most raiders without it i think most raiders would tell you they're there for the fight experience honestly i mean i I feel that way too the gear is like a bonus um then why then why advocate for the gear being there at all well i mean faster I, yeah, I mean that's really all it's there for right now is that it kills it. You kill it faster. Other, well, it also allows more people to kill it too because if you just have the crafted gear, right, and that's your mm-hmm. only form of progression, your clear rates are going to go to the toilet. Honestly, right. some people rely on that gear to be able to kill the savages, and you need it. The way they do it right now, the progression, the way it works. I'm not saying they can't change it, but the way it works right now is you do need that gear to kill the ultimate. Which is the only reason, really, to get best in slot, honestly, other than you just, unless you yeah. just want to flex and 
and have the 600, which, you know, some whatever you want to do, like, I'm fine with it. Like, some everybody plays for different reasons. Some people might play Savage just All right. for the gear. All right. Then let me throw this at you. Let me throw this at you, Tark, and see if it sticks. Let me let me see sure. if you can smell what I'm cooking up here. All right. Ultimate super powerful sword available five different ways. Special skin for said sword for glamour behind the ultimate. Which is basically what we have. I'm fine with it. So now we're we're setting now our whole power progression that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. We can make it open in other ways. And we're locking sheer cosmetics and titles and achievements and all that optional stuff. Hey, if you guys are going to run the ultimates for the joy of the kill, then fuck it. Don't put anything there. But I'm going to tell you, all you ultimate raiders, our progression raiders are going to bitch when there's nothing there. Oh, there's going to be plenty of people that bitch. Yeah, and, uh, as, we, and, well, um, as well you should, more. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> as well uh, you like, should. I'll- all I'm saying is, like, I would do the ultimate fight, like, if it was I, just I a do. title. If it was just a title, yeah. I would still do it. I would do it just for the title. Um, like, I'm not there just for the weapon. The weapon's, a nice, for... the weapon's yeah. cool. It's a nice bonus. I'll take the weapon. You know, I'm glad it's there. Like, I, I think they're cool. <laughs> the but, only like, thing with the weapon is what? It has one more material slot? It's one material slot. Yeah, one material slot. <laughs> so it's just, we've, it's we've very... Gone over. It's nothing. <laughs> it's it's, it's like... basically nothing. Oh no, 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 we didn't say materia was useless. We just said we didn't care. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, like one, one extra melt. Materia <laughs> is half a percentage point and, at best. And once the crafty gear comes out, it's worse. So I can, so I can be clear worse. about where I stand on this. By the way, is I don't give a rat's ass. Like yeah. I am just so ingrained, used to MMOs having higher tier gear locked behind higher tier PVE content or PVP content. By the way, if you are in a game that does two sets, uh, a PvE set and a PvP set, which, by the way, maybe that's a consideration here. Uh, two sets or bringing things out of PvP and, or Bosja, stuff like that, into PvE. I don't know. We could talk about it. Uh, I personally don't care, but it's also I can understand and respect why that might not fly with some people who just are really averse to doing the content or successfully completing the content. Um, there are times that I have looked at rewards whether they be minions, whether they be gear, whether they be, and go, <sighs> shit, I'm really upset that I'm never going to get that because I'm sorry, I am not getting a million fishing points. It's just, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, and that sucks. But at the end of the day, I just, like we were talking about pre show, I am also one of those people that could walk away and go, it's a fucking video game. I don't care. Yeah. Like, and that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that was the way for it was for you for the sightseeing log for the long time, right? You're like, I just don't care to do that. Yeah. And, you know, that minion just stuck there. And then finally you got the gumption and you got it. Well, so, no, I didn't someday. get the gumption. I got no. the site that told me which ones were live at exact <laughs> times. See, I told you about that. I yeah, told you about that. So all I would do was, like, if I booted up Final Fantasy, I would open that site and see which ones were live, yeah. and I would go hit them, yep. and then that that was it. I was done. I, it's not like I sat there playing, waiting for the next things, though. And just yeah. eventually completed it. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, you ain't doing that with the ultimate or the <laughs> or, or, yeah, or no, PvP. No. But so ultimately, the problem that I have, I don't mind where this stuff is or how to go and get it. The problem I have with Final Fantasy, and this is coming from somebody who adores the game. I, I've been doing podcasts and news coverage of it since version 1.0. Like, 
you're not going to find somebody that loves the game more than I. Uh, there's a lot of us that, that are in that spot. My two hosts are the same way. You know, it just you're not going to find three guys that love the game more. Um, I do sometimes feel like it's sad that my black mage is the same as yours, is the same as yours. My mm-hmm. white mage is the same as yours, is the mm-hmm. same as yours. Like there is, while there is job identity there, certainly with those, and that f- aspect of the, their development feels really good. Um, there is really no customization at all besides how you look. And that's for those of you that glamour. I, I don't glamour. So if you and I go get the tombstone gear, we are literally the exact same character except for our race, uh, gender, and hair. Like <laughs> maybe adventure yeah. plate. <laughs> yeah. Maybe coming also, soon adventure yeah, plate. Which also doesn't or barely doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Um, is is that okay? Would you want it to be different? Would you want to be not only just saying, hey, Black Mage, your rotation, you're way off, you're not doing well, but also being opening it up to, wow, you picked a dumbass build too. Like, or are you okay with, hey, all Black Mages, all things being equal are going to be equal? If, if I'm picking one, I'm picking the, the second one you said. Personally, I mean that's how things are now. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Even, absolutely. Even if yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even if I do find it boring, I, I prefer that over the alternative. That's that's. Oh, you don't want Titan forging? You want to randomly have your gear upgrade just out of out of whim? No, no. I'll go play Lost Ark if I want to gamble on gear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good times. No, I, I think it's. Uh, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's it's boring, but you know what you're gonna get. You know where to get your gear. It's all just. There. So while it is boring, <laughs> it's the system right, that I've grown to love. Isn't there something fun, like guys, years, about right? building a jank ass build? Like, isn't oh, there something yeah. fun about that? Sure. So, Booting up yes. your MMO and going, yeah. I guess this so, me, totally sucks. This isn't I can't, the game for you. Me, right. <laughs> I can't take it into raids. I can't take it into PvP. But watch what I can do with mob pools of fifteen or more. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, if it's if it's like arguably good there, then I understand. But the 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 thing is, like in a single player game, I'm all for that. Like, that's a good laugh. But when we're when you bring it into an MMO and you're queuing into a dungeon, and I'm like looking over and I inspect you and I see what you're about to do, I'm probably not going to be very happy about it. Um, <laughs> Even but see, I trust. am. I am. I can you, tell you. You might not see anybody. In a, I just in a have so anymore. many fond memories of MMO days gone past of inspecting somebody yeah. and going, "I don't know what's about to happen, but it's going to be amazing." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, maybe that's the case. Maybe, maybe, maybe that would end up being the case. But I guess I, I'm more prefer of like, I know, like, I don't know. It's like it's more digestible for me, I guess. Yeah, but it goes back to what we it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning. That then the balance becomes an issue, you know. Yeah, it does. It totally does. When you open up that type of customization, um, yeah, which you could argue Final Fantasy does, Tark, but they do it on their schedule. We're going to add two jobs in this expansion. Two jobs in this expansion. That's their schedule. We're going to do an overhaul. We're going to do. And generally, you can't. I don't think you can argue with the results all that much, Tark. uh, Right? Because. With a few exceptions of some classes that really got hit hard and it turned into dumpster fires when expansions launched, even those like really bad situations, 
which were rare, they got rectified within a patch or two. Like it's yeah. it, because it's a lot easier to maintain and fix. It's also a lot easier to build content for, and that's their focus. Mm-hmm. Not, they want it to be approachable, and they want to build the content on the schedule that they're used to building it and getting it out in the cadence that they're used to building it. And their whole gear progression power play of your character, while it may not be interesting to some of us who want a little more, we just suck it up and say, Final Fantasy is my game for X, not my, mm-hmm. my, not my power fantasy. My power oh, yeah. fantasy game yeah. is this yeah. other game. Lost Ark, yeah. But I know, <laughs> but I know three weeks from now I'm going to have a new raid. And a month and a half from now I'm going to have new dungeons. And, you know, there's, there's a very much a reason why they they've developed it that way and i can't argue with it because i still love it would i like it to be a little more interesting and interactive sure would i like a little more customization sure but i understand why it's not and i'm willing to accept that materia is boring as fuck because i'm gonna get my dungeons and my raids that i do want to do on a nice even clip and i'm not gonna go nine months between an update and then end up having that update canceled and expansion announced a la uh, other MMO. The other MMO, yeah. <laughs> Final word. We have bro- it good. We have it good. We do. We do. We do. We do. We're sitting here talking about video games. How bad could it be? Yeah, that's, that's true. How bad could it be? Hey, let's talk about a few other Square Enix things before we go. Uh, there are There is a ton of Final Fantasy VII info just being dumped all over the place over the last uh, like week and a half since we, we have been away. Just a ton of stuff. The team has been doing interviews galore on both Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion uh, and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, including Yoshinori Katase, uh, Tetsuya Nomura. I mean, just like everybody and their mother from the team that can talk uh, is, is coming out and doing interviews. I'm not going to focus too much on Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion today. We can maybe do that on a future show. That game's a lot closer, so we're actually going to be able to review that um, uh, very, very soon here. Uh, But I do want to talk about Rebirth because there are some things that we brought up on this show when we saw the Rebirth trailer that, um, that have been answered. There are still some that haven't, like... Are you going to be able to carry your save file? And if so, what's that going to look like versus somebody starting cold who didn't play the original or who hasn't kept a save file? But we do have things like, why is it called Rebirth instead of Remake 2? And what does that mean for Part 3? Is the name going to start with R-E there as well Mm -hmm. so that we can start having fun and speculating on what the title will be? Well, it actually is pretty easy. They didn't want it to be remake two because they didn't want to give the impression there would be a three, a four, a five, and you know that two is only there because of one, and it, that's not true. You could play each of them individually if you want. They didn't say it would be R E for the third one, but they did say R. That it will be an R word, Tark. It will be an R word. Mm. Um they announcing the delay was actually because they almost thought I, I this blew my mind because I didn't think this was ever on the table, even from way back when. They almost they delayed the announcement because Kronos, they weren't entirely convinced that they were gonna do three games. Do you buy that? Because I don't. 
they think that, I mean, I, they thought there was a chance that they might wrap this up in two. Oh, that's bull. Oh, yeah. that's bull. hell no. Now, now, like if you're like if the if if no, like what, I, what I, where I thought it was going at first, we're, we're yeah. at the mercy of translations here in a lot of cases. But this is Gamatsu, yeah. who is generally very very good at these. Uh, and the reason they say the reason for the delay in announcing Final Fantasy VII Rebirth was because we were not sure whether it would be a two-part work or trilogy. I don't, I, I, that, I don't know doesn't... how they would have fit into two games like that. This game would have been massive. Yeah, it's already remake would have gone to Forsaken the the Forgotten City. Well, we don't like, know where this is going to end. To be fair, yeah. too, but well, yeah, that's true. On the um, flip side of this same question, they did say that they heard concerns of fans saying, "Hey, can the this story really be told in a trilogy? Like, can it or will it? You know, uh, will it be trimmed down or a digest version?" And they said, "No, it, it will not be a digest version. Uh, it'll be full. It will not. Uh, they would not confirm open world or not, gentlemen." They said that'll be in their next info dump. There's no way this is like open no. world in the way zero, people, zero, zero percent. people negative are thinking. Percent. They might have open zones. Right. Yeah, there might be yeah, some yeah, zones. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I mean, you, we're we're gonna go into what Yoshi P said about sixteen. I think it's gonna be very similar, and that's yeah. gonna be their reasoning. So, uh, the general systems from Final Fantasy VII Remake will carry over, which I think is great because after the Yuffie <laughs> uh, DLC, the combat. Really, they're they're they are they are like really smoothing combat out. It was already good, but there were flaws in it, like you couldn't jump and stuff air like combat. that. Air yeah, combat. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh air God, combat was a big one. Yuffie like totally fixed that, right? <laughs> so I'm I'm excited to see that a lot of that stuff's carrying over. There's a oh, scene yeah. in the trailer where Cloud and Sephiroth are walking together. They were asked about that. They said that's a flashback scene. Uh, it's a Cloud flashback scene. <clears throat> it's the opening tutorial. <laughs> uh, the focal point is the st of the story hasn't changed. As for the new mysteries that differ from the original FF7, players of the original will be able to enjoy the game in a new way. The challenge we tackled for this project was how to include those new mysteries without deviating from the original. That's still their focus here. Um, regarding the game's progression, and I thought this was a big one, Tark, there will be some changes again. I should say, because there were in the first one. Uh, if while you're playing, you think, was this cut? It's probably because the structure of the story has changed a bit to the nature of it being a trilogy. So that means the order in which you visit some places may change, but their policy is essentially not to actually cut anything. Sure, they can rearrange things, you know? I fully expect to see Gold Saucer in this one here, but they could move stuff like, you know, for Condor to another place in another game, um, you know, because that was important with gathering certain materials and stuff. So, um, and with that the, that mini game with the Yuffie DLC, um, that, that they might expand on that, and that might be its own fledged uh, side story game. So, um, yeah, I, I, as long as they don't cut anything, as long as we see all the main cities that we and, and places from the original game. How they rearrange things, I mean, they're, they're retelling. The title remake from the first one is so important because it's, it's remaking the timeline. They can remake the, the the story as they want. Rebirth is going to have its own meaning. The third title is going to have its own meaning. So I, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. And as long as they don't cut anything, I'm fine with it. Will be PlayStation 5 exclusive. 
Now that years. that means timed as far as the PC version goes. Uh, I think what they were talking about here, trying to get across, is that no, you won't see this on the PS4. Uh, I think Good. that was more the point. Obviously, it's going to be a timed exclusive as far as console versus PC. But they're saying it's because of the graphical quality as well as the SSD's access speed. Since the adventure unfolds in a vast world after the, the escape from Midgar, loading stress is an extreme bottleneck. We felt the need, uh, the need to, we felt we needed the specifications of the PlayStation 5 to overcome that and travel the world comfortably. I think that's really that the answer was designed to set up no, you're not going to be buying this on the PlayStation 4. Um, not to say it was just going to be PS5 forever. Some people took it that way. I don't think that's the way it was intended. I think it was to temper PS4 expectations. No, I think that's totally what it is. It's going to be on Epic Game Store probably within. Yeah, like a year, year and a half. Yeah. yeah, year and a half, two years, like the first one was. Uh, speaking of Final Fantasy VII, though, the Intergrade uh, DLC, yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake Digital Owners haven't been able to pe to play the DLC on the PS5, Kronos. <laughs> yeah, so I, I remember this was kind of a thing when uh, you if you bought it on their like PlayStation Plus or whatever, you couldn't upgrade or something back when it first came out. Because yeah. I remember I was glad that I had to fit my old, I still had my physical copy. So I just did it and then I was able to get the DLC. But they need to fix this. Like, uh, kind of ridiculous. they did. So they did um, one hour and ago. 50 <laughs> minutes ago. They okay. apparently have fixed it. According to Polish game site XPG, Sony and Square have resolved the issue. Uh, that's the only place I'm seeing it reported. And everywhere else is like sourcing <laughs> that site, like Kotaku sourcing that site and everything. But yeah, it was fixed in, uh, like an hour ago, hour and a half ago. <laughs> uh, at least it's fixed. Yeah, at least it's fixed. Yeah. But that that could have been pretty. DLC is an uh, NFT. No. <laughs> oh god. Uh, before, speaking of NFTs, yeah. Before we leave Final Fantasy Seven, uh, let's uh, let's talk, gentlemen. Let's talk. You see this statue right here? This is just one of the figures for Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary merch that is going to be available at San Diego Comic-Con. Cool. There's also the Anniversary Art Museum digital card pack, which you could buy there as well. Uh, you will need an engine wallet for that. The Cloud Strife figure comes in this model you see here. For a buck twenty nine ninety nine, got a few extra hands <laughs> that you can modify and change. Uh, you can put the sword on his back if you want. So I mean, it's a high quality, detailed figure. Whether or not you think it's worth one hundred and thirty bucks, that's for everybody to de de decide amongst themselves. But Kronos, can I interest you in the Cloud Strife Digital Plus edition of this Bring Arts figure? Oh, he's all over it. One hundred and fifty nine ninety nine. So just a mere. 40 extra dollars. Just a mere, actually a mere 30. Sorry. 30, 30, 30 extra dollars. $30. Oh, oh, you probably want to know what, what I'm going to give you for that extra 30 chronos. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you the action figure. Then I'm going to give you a code to access a digital version of that collectible figure and one exchange ticket to redeem for a digital certificate of authenticity to the Affinity Network, which will require your engine wallet app, by the way. 
Uh, and that digital version of the figure can be enjoyed on a dedicated website through PCs and smartphones. So remember when they said, hey, NFTs aren't coming to Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest anytime soon. What they meant was in the game. They are smacking Final Fantasy VII with NFTs already uh, in, in this type of purchase. An active Square Enix members free and engine uh, and engine wallet app, also free, offered by non-Square Enix third party, are required for this purchase. The engine wallet app is available for download from Google Play. So yeah, enjoy your action figure and then a digital version of that action figure with certificate of authenticity via the blockchain. Chronos, boom, boom, enjoy. Oh. What's the, what's the appeal here? Is it like you don't want to take the figure out of your box so you can open your cool NFT to view it on your computer, which is an image that you could easily Google? Is that is that the appeal here? I'm so confused. I'm just gonna take. I'm gonna just screenshot what we have right here on Twitch, and oh. then cut crop that down. And don't bam. screenshot my NFT. I can't do that. Dude. <laughs> Where's the watermark? I don't see no watermark. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, Oh, and here's the best part. Here's the best part. Not only are you spending an extra 3D box for it, it's still technically yours. It's still copyright and all owned by Square Enix. It's in the small print down below. Isn't that great? So you're going to pay 30 bucks to get something that you don't own. You can't trade it. Isn't that just NFTs in general? I feel like that's you're just describing every NFT. There's no marketplace. (laughs) There's no Square Enix marketplace. You can't trade, you know, other NFTs. Yet. Uh, yet, yet. You know what? You know what you could do with $30? This is a better object. Instead of throwing it into the trash and spare <laughs> Enix, you know, bank faults, you could take that $30. I, I, I'm not sure what you Faye is get... doing. Like, Faye is prepped for her stream there. And I, I just see, <laughs> she's not saying anything, but she is like motioning to <laughs> us. When you said, like, what can you do with $30? She was showing us something up front. I'm not My sure food. if she's eating a French fry <laughs> or if she's Buy showing fries. us a joint. Oh, it's a French fry. It's a French fry. Wendy's fry. It's a French fry. Nice. Okay. You can take that $30. I'm like, is she showing us a joint? She's like, you know what you can do for $30? Smoke this shit. (laughs) (laughs) You can take that $30 and you can get three months sub at Ready Check Radio and Tarkov Gaming. You'll get a better investment on your money. Be part of a community of both sites. And you know what? I'll tell you what. I will email you this picture of this cloud figure that we are using for B-roll right now if you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a certificate of authenticity for my sub? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, I'll, okay, ty- okay, I'll okay, type right, one up. Right, I'll type right, one right, up for you. Right. Yep. Yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, that's not coming to Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest anytime soon. They literally meant the games just, themselves. Just the games, yeah. yeah. They immediately. All the other merch. They were like, 25th anniversary, Final Fantasy VII? Fuck yeah, let's NFT that. Uh, on the Final Fantasy fifteen front, I'm sorry, sixteen front, um, Yoshi P has also been doing additional interviews there. Now, not a ton of information, and I don't think any of this is going to be surprising. Not going to be open world, because they said you know that would take like 15 years to make. The, the story they want to tell in the world that they want to tell, if they did it open world in that way, they would just need way too much time, resources, and money that nobody would ever make the game. No surprises there. Uh, and they, Yoshi P also said, hey, because in interviews getting asked about turn-based Final Fantasy, uh, Yoshi P has this to say on the topic. For several console generations now, all character expressions can be done in real time. Actions such as press the trigger and your character will shoot a gun 
can now be easily expressed without going through a command system. It's now common for gamers younger than me to love such games. As a result, it seems that it does not make sense to go through a command prompt such as battle to make decisions during a battle. So no, as long as Yoshi P is in charge, we will not see turn-based Final Fantasies anymore, uh, at least in the main line, at least in the main line. And that's something we've already said is likely the case here for exactly those reasons, whether we like them or not, Kronos. Yeah, I like, I like his uh, explanations. Like, you pushing the button and thing happens. Fuck that tactical stuff. <laughs> Instant gratification with my gun. I mean, I understand why they do it. Doesn't mean I like it, but I, I like Come the tactical. I like the tactical aspect. I like the slower pace stuff. I'm not saying don't make fast paced games, but I've I've just always liked that about Final Fantasy, where it felt like methodical. And I don't think Which it's going to feel like that anymore. But you know, I, and I, I hear you, and that's where I was like, oh, that's you know, I have Dragon Quest, but now that's veering away from it. So I'm like, okay, well. I guess I have to look for it in other yeah, titles. Yeah, like you're right. Diofield I mean, Chronicles or yeah, twelve uh, or Dragon Quest twelve. They already we haven't seen it yet, but they've said yeah. more actiony uh, combat. So we'll see. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna give you guys uh, four quick hits, and you let me know what you think. Stranger Paradise's first DLC is out in the wild, but a lot of people actually aren't all that happy with it, saying that it's relatively short. The hardest, it's all locked behind the chaos difficulty being completed in the original uh, portion as far as you can't even play the story until you've done that. Uh, so you can't do the Dragon King story stuff. Gear is forcing people to do the gear grind. The, the gear wheel is forcing people to do content that they've already done just in Coach. on different uh, difficulty levels. Um, yeah and maybe some different monster placement, but there's no new, like, dungeons or arenas in this one, so... There's a few. There's a, there's there's two new arenas. I've already beat it, so... <laughs> He's um, all over it. Yeah, there's two new arenas. There's, like, s seven or eight new missions, but the other ones, other than the two, are just, you know, rehashes with new enemy types in the same places. Uh, there is... So people are complaining that like they can't play the story. There's actually like you can skip a lot of it. There's like a new mode that you can you can basically go into like God mode now, you, and it, if you want. To be fair, it does dump I think 300 gear on yeah, you for the very first initial uh, thing to help with 200 that. gear. Is it 200? 200? It's 200. Oh yeah, which yeah, lets yeah. you start, yeah, yeah, yeah. which lets you start the new stuff. You don't actually have to be 300. You just need to be 200. And also the first battle is unfailable. You can't fail it. Um. So they just give you the gear for for free. Essentially, like even if you die, you get the gear. Um, so like you get like you're, there, there's ways to progress, and you can also play it kind of on easy mode if you want to use the god mode too, which was an option before. I know for people that thought the game was a bit too hard, this is much harder. I will give it that. I don't like the gear stuff though. Like it's even worse now, but <laughs> it's it's fun if you can get there. Square Enix <laughs> is part of a group uh, that sunk some investment into ZBD, which is a uh, Bitcoin-based payment system for games and the integration of that tool with new partners. They raised $35 million in new funding to enable programmable payments and small transactions to power economies for virtual worlds with near-zero fees, basically taking the big transaction fees out of blockchain like Bitcoin and enabling very, very small transactions. 
they raised $35 million in an investment round, including an investment from Square Enix, Tark. Don't, oh, don't know God. how much of that $35 million was theirs. <laughs> that wasn't disclosed, but obviously... Probably a, a you know more money than we would like yeah, them. Probably yeah, probably a, a sizable chunk of it, considering that's you know the money they got from that sale to the Embracer Group. You know, but we're not doing FTS. You know, we're gonna put it in back in the into our own IPs and IP investment. Yeah, whatever. Ugh, this this whole NFT just makes me feel dirty and gross. I hate it. It's the sucks. Final Fantasy ten and ten two have combined as of October, I'm not October, as of September 2021, the Final Fantasy X series, that's 10 and 10-2, have combined and passed the 20.8 million mark for physical and digital sales. Uh, kind of surprised cool. by that, that it took that long. I would have thought that 10 in particular, obviously, is... You know, probably carrying a lot of the weight on that one, uh, but yeah. yeah, just based on ten, I, I, I would have even the fact that I think I bought three. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I bought three. Like I, ten, I have two oh, and the remaster. Yeah, yeah, I have ten. ten Actually, the remaster twice. I have the. Oh, okay, all right. Remaster See, on PlayStation. Right. I, yeah. I misunderstood. So you're saying you said you bought ten, ten two, and then the combo remaster. I thought you yeah. bet you bought the remaster three times. Okay, all right. No, we're, we're no, 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 okay. no, 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 okay. no, no, okay. no, no. I, yeah, I think I all of account, us have bought it three yeah, times. Yeah, I account for at least yeah. three, possibly five, myself. So uh, okay, okay, okay. That that's less less bad. Uh, <laughs> but, the, uh, the last <laughs> thing about Final Fantasy X uh, as well is that next spring, believe it or not, Final Final Fantasy X is getting a Kabuki stage play. Yes, okay. you heard right. A Kabuki stage play. TBS announced on Tuesday that it's producing a Kabuki stage play adaptation of Square Enix's Final Fantasy X game that will run at the IHI stage around Tokyo in spring of 2023. Kabuki uh, actor uh, One Onoe, uh, kick, sorry, this is going to be awful. Onoe Kikunsuke? V is credited for planning and directing and will also star in it. Well, that's convenient. Hey, I'm going to make this, uh, write it, and you know what? Cast me. <laughs> uh, if they don't have Titus's laugh on point, it's not my Final Fantasy. I actually would, I would love to see this. I mean, you know I'm a big theater guy. I've been doing theater and directing and yeah. acting since I was four. Like... But Kabuki is like absolutely beautiful to me. Like I absolutely love love it as an art form. Unfortunately, I don't live in Japan, uh, mm. so my likelihood of seeing this live, unless for some reason it goes on tour, I just don't anticipate that happening. Um, I'll just have to check it out online. Let's slide over and do love it or leave it. For those of you new here to Ready Check Radio and the Relic Grind, thank you for stopping by. Welcome, welcome. Click like, subscribe. Throw your comments down below and, and hang out with us on this show Thursday nights on Gaming Gumbo, our weekly gaming wrap-up Saturday, and all of our streams throughout the week, whether it's myself or our volunteer streamers on the channel who I love very, very much. 
Uh, this is the way we end every episode. Love it or leave it. I'm going to give you something Square Enix related. Could be something they did in a game, a new game, a press release, something they said, or just tangentially related because I want to talk about it. And all three of us in, and you in the comments, let us know if you love it, want more of it, or leave it. Now, today relies on an assumption, gentlemen. All three of us assume Final Fantasy Rebirth will not, in fact, be open world as that term is generally meant in gaming. Things like, you know, Assassin's Creed or GTA, that type of open world. But we're going to assume just for a second, we're going to pretend that it was. Love it or leave it, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Tark, ending up being open world. Leave it? I, I don't think it needs it. I No, I just... I don't need that. Uh, I'm fine with it being corridor and, you know, the third title, you have access to the world. It can be open world ish on the third title. Um, but this one, it, the story doesn't need it to, it, the story is the, is the driving force. And if you're open world, then you're taking yourself away from that. So no, I don't, I don't leave it. No, thank you. So here's the thing. I am going to say, leave it. Uh, because I just don't think it fits what I expect out of the game or what I personally want out of the game. I do see the the appeal of it, though, right? We've talked about some RPGs losing the exploration vibe that we've had in titles past and years past where, you know, hey, while I hit the world map, I am supposed to go to this town over here, but I have options. Um, and And maybe things feeling a little smaller when you do it that way. Uh, and there is an argument to be made that we have left Midgar, so now an open world makes sense where it didn't make sense in the first remake title that was taking place within the confines of Midgar. Personally, though, while I can see an argument for somebody wanting it, I'm going to leave it to I don't think it fits, but I do want the ability to go off the beaten path um, a bit more than I was able to in Midgar. There were some things to explore and find in Midgar, no doubt, no doubt. There was side stuff to do, no doubt. But I never felt like I could just go wander in a certain direction and see what happened. And I was willing to put up with it because I knew I was in the confines of Midgar for this game. I want that to open up a little bit more in the next one, but I'm going to leave it on an open world. I don't think it's needed. Kronos. So, yeah, I'm, I, I guess I'm going to be the odd man out. Uh, I'm going to say love it. Because Ooh. I... I'm a huge Final Fantasy VII fan, and if I could get, if I could explore that entire world map with Seven Remakes graphics, I'd be all about it. Um, I, I agree with what everybody's saying that it doesn't make sense from like a story standpoint, and that's why they don't do it. Also, it takes a lot more effort. But if I could get it, like if you're giving me this as an option, yeah, 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 I would love it. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, all right. Well, now bring this, go. bring this top back up for the third installment, and I'll have a different answer. Why? But because I feel that things open up in that third act where you want to explore and find these different things and um, where as this part of the story is very linear. It's really pushing you along until you really get to that northern crater. Things are on a track. I mean, I so not to go too much of change because we need to end this, but uh, I remember playing seven as a kid um, and, and, you know, Midgar took you probably eight or so hours to get through. Yeah. And then once you get out and you're just this little fucking dude 
on a world. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Like, you're like holy crap. Yeah. You know, and um, and I was I was really young back then, so I, I hadn't played a ton of Final Fantasy. So like that, I would love that to see that as like now an older man, <laughs> just like you know, you pop out of Midgar and now it's like the everything is open. It, I, I, I it's like just a personal said, thing. They're not gonna do it, but it'd be sick. Uh, I would like to experience it. I don't think I want it in Rebirth. I could kind of see an argument for the third one, Tark. Now that you bring it up, and I do understand the appeal of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna, but I I do want, and that's kind of where Kronos that I was coming from, where I do want that exploration feel. Like the first time yeah. you left Midgar, it was. I do remember the same thing too. I do remember the same thing. I'm gonna stick with leave it though. Chat, don't leave it when we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so funny. Because we've got Faye Death going live with the stream now. She's taking a break from Tiny Tina. I mean, I don't. What the hell is going on here, Faye? What what do you Meow. What do you what do you what you got going on there? Can have a nugget as a treat. <laughs> Was it a thirty dollar NFT nugget? That's all I have to that's all I have for you. Oh, that's I'm real. That that's cool. real. So you are dressed like a cat. I mean, if the internet is anything to go by, are we playing stray tonight? Of course we are. <laughs> I got swept up in the madness and it's totally worth it. If anybody is watching this that is on the fence about getting it, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's it's a wonderful little game. They really That's where you can spend your 30 bucks. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. You can get an amazing yeah. game for this. Exactly. Yeah. And I that's something that I would really like to talk about later um because the thoughtfulness and intention in the game design from the aesthetics to the actual gameplay is really, really cool. And it's finally a game I can really sit down and talk about like I used to, so. Nice, well, chat, don't go anywhere. You can hang out with Faye, watch Stray, and talk about kitties Uh, and game design, but also kitties and game design, but more kitties. Uh, Give us a minute or two after the show. We'll go dark. We'll bring it back up. Faye will be back. Of course, we will be back next Thursday with another episode of The Relic Grind. But we'll see you Saturday night for Gaming Gumbo, our weekly gaming wrap-up as well. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Same as always, Twitter. I don't know why I found it so funny that when she pulled up the chicken nugget, Tarkoth goes, it's a real chicken nugget. Like it was supposed to be fake. (laughs) (laughs) He said NFT nugget. He said NFT nugget. Oh, okay, okay. I I think I get where you're going. I just, my brain went the other way. She pulled it up and it's a real nugget. It's not an NFT. Physical nugs. Uh, All right, I got it. It's a blockchain. So we're talking about a blockchain nugget. I got it. Okay. Your certificate of authenticity is in the mail. Tark, where can everybody find you? Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkoth Gaming, playing Final Fantasy XIV five days a week. You can also find me here on Radio Check Radio Saturday and Sunday night. Uh, we're playing Sekiro. We're actually killing bosses pretty pretty well. Um, I'm hoping maybe a couple more sessions we'll have the game done. Maybe. We'll see. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O, on Twitter, and you'll know every time we go live with a podcast or one of our streams. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. Certificates in the mail.